0: Uh, Hello everybody and welcome back to Eyes of the Mize. My name is John. Ian is still in army training, so you just got me. And, uh, well, this Monday was probably one of the, uh, the biggest, uh, biggest days in Magic's recent history, really, aside from major set releases. Because Monday, uh, we saw the unbanning of not one, but two very, very powerful cards uh, in modern history in the modern card pool. Uh, and that was bloodbraid elf and Jace, the mind sculptor. Um, to say that Jace has had no impact on modern so far would be, uh, folly at best. Uh, we only have to look at the, um, the team modern super league as hosted by Randy Bueller and see that there were about, there were only, uh, what was it? 12 copies of Jace throughout the entire event. Uh, of the deck list that were submitted. And uh, the deck that that won the whole thing was Saffron Olive piloting uh, Blue White Miracles featuring four copies of Jace the Mind Sculptor. Uh, Earlier today, I was uh, hopping in on a few streams to watch players uh, playing the New Modern, and the overwhelming majority of them were playing Jace the Mind Sculptor decks. And there were a few Bloodbraid Elf decks, and it looked like everyone else was playing... Well, Jace or Bloodbraid Elf decks. I think I saw one stream, it was uh, Todd Stevens who was playing, and he ended up, he had one match against uh, Grishol Brand, which is not exactly the same style of deck as a, a Jace the Mind Sculptor deck, but uh, it does seem that the impact that Jace and BBE have had on Modern has been large and immediate. I agree with uh, Saffron Olive's tweet earlier today that if you're jumping in a Magic Online league right now, you better be prepared to face Jace's. Uh, Take out your gainsays, grab your Jace's defeats, uh, whatever it is that you think you need to do in order to beat the Jace's of the modern metagame as of right now. Uh, Obviously, GP Leon and SCG Indy are operating under the previous uh, banned list, uh, so they will not be having Jace or Blood Raid legal. And I want to reiterate what I said on Twitter, uh, which is the fact that if there were bans in the format, uh, people you, a, people would still be upset because why are we playing with the lame duck format? Uh, the only outcome that Wizards could have had where no one would be complaining about ban lists is if they changed nothing. And while I do admire that Wizards is trying something, uh, a lot of the impact that I've heard from players is that uh, either you just play the JSTECs or you lose. And while I think that's certainly going to be true this early in this uh, BNR cycle, uh, we will see exactly how it all pans out in a month or so. Uh, I'm putting the over under at number of pro tours it takes for Jace and or blood Ray elf to get banned at 2.5. So if Jace is going to get banned, it's going to probably happen right either right before uh, pro tour 2015 or 20 or the 25th anniversary pro tour. Which is the team limp, the team constructed Pro Tour, uh, or it's going to happen after that. So uh, we'll see how long it's going to take for Jace to finally take the band hammer. and also for the people who are saying that this is clearly just a cash grab to sell anniversary twenty five packs. One anniversary twenty five packs were going to sell anyways. It's not like they weren't going to sell. Like just because Jace is legal and modern doesn't suddenly mean that they're going to sell you know absurdly more packs. Printing is going to be in Santa's of set anyways. It's going to be in Target. It's going to be in Walmart. There's no reason to believe that, you know, Jace, that suddenly it's going to be legal. And also, yeah, duh, Wizards wants to sell packs. That's their entire business model on the magic side of things is selling booster packs. So if it is, if if the reason it was as cynical as to say, hey, you know, we're unbanning Jace. Let's, uh, we're printing Jace. Let's unban him now. I think that that is foolhardy at best. Um, I think that I do hope that this isn't the situation that Iconic Masters had in, where Iconic Masters was sacrificed at the altar of Hascon, as Evan Irwin put it. Uh, But I do think that hopefully Jace gets a fair shake. But if he's too powerful, or if the numbers don't, you know, reorient themselves in a positive direction, then Wizards needs to act faster, sooner rather than later. Because I've said before in this podcast that if they unban like, the worst thing they can do when they unban Jace is have to reban him. So hopefully, uh, people aren't uh, don't a don't buy into the hype unless you can get you know a good deal on some of these Jaces. Like don't don't pay over a hundred dollars for Jaces right now unless you like absolutely need them. Just don't be foolish. Is is my big take. Don't be an idiot. In other magic news, uh, Team Honor Super League has been great for the past two weeks. Uh, It turns out that the team of amateurs both weeks has beaten the team of pros. Uh, For example, this week we had the Brew Crew with Seth, with Saffron Olive, a.k.a. Seth. Uh, We had uh, him with Corbin Hostler and Todd Stevens. Uh, They all managed to beat the, uh, the pro team from Madison, which had Sam Black, Caleb Durward, and Matt Severa, or Matt Severa, yes, Severa. And then the previous week, it was Team Envy, which was Emma Handy, Sam Eilenfeld, and uh, Mega Wolf, who beat up on the team of, now I don't remember who they were playing. Oh, the International Alliance. Uh, Rafael Levy, Patrick Dickmont, and Li Tian. So Team Modern Super League is great. Uh, the last Rivals of Ixalan story got published today. Uh, the the Sun Empire officially claimed Oraska, and there was some great interaction between uh, Sahili and Hotley. Uh, we got to see Angrath get to go home and we get to see Jace uh, planeswalk into what we're assuming is the Weatherlight, which is probably a very good assumption considering the fact that there was another article published today, how that Wizards of the Coast is kind of outsourcing the Dominaria story and future stories going forwards to popular science fiction authors. Uh, in this case, uh, as I am unprepared and did not pull this up ahead of time, uh, the... The person who is going to be taking the reins for uh, for this, oh, why did I not know this? Uh, it is a sci-fi author Martha Wells is going to be taking over the Dominaria story. There's a great uh, article with her on io9, as well as on Gathering Magic, as well as introducing her in, on the mothership. So it's going to be interesting to see how the Dominaria story goes, especially since we're going to see the weatherlight. It looks like we're going to see Jaya pretty immediately. We're going to see Teferi, Karn, and Joyra as well. Uh, there's a little bit other spoilers that were in the IO9 article, and I won't spoil those in case you know people care about spoilers. Also, we had a bunch of other product announcements that happened today. For example, uh, we saw Battleborn, which is a new which is a new product that Gavin Verhey wrote an excellent article on, uh, which seems to be working towards a uh, or a Battle Bond, excuse me, for a draft format built for around two headed giant. Uh, we see that there's a uh, com- new commander set coming out this year, no duh, uh, which has planeswalker commanders, which is going to be interesting. Uh, there's also another commander anthology, volume two, coming out in June. Uh, there's also a Chinese market-specific planeswalker decks uh, introducing new planeswalkers into the into the uh, Pantheon. Pantheon's a bad word for it. Rogue's Gallery fits better, I believe. Uh, then we also have a uh, signature spellbook, Jace, which is slightly replacing the uh, From the Vault products, which makes sense. front of the vault was kind of running out of good themes as it were and then that's about it there's also some key art that's now on the on the wizards of the coast website uh with regards to core 2019 which shows nickel which is also no surprise considering how the story has been really leaning heavily into uh the bolus storyline almost coming to an end in in some form or fashion that's gonna be it i think for this week another short one another short little exalted episode Uh, while we wait for ian to return from uh from army training and i and i appreciate every each and every one of you who are listening to this um you are the reason why we make this podcast we make it for ourselves but also uh to you our lovely listeners Um, if you want to reach either ian or i you can do so on twitter you can find ian at d at dixon ij that is d-i-x-o-n-i-j you can find me on twitter at jwiley E Y one two nine. if you want to reach the podcast on twitter you can do so at Eyes in the Mize, or if you have a more personal question, you can shoot us an email at eyesinthemize at gmail.com. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback about how we can best improve the podcast for you, our lovely listeners. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you all next time.